0: This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. ...game that lives online and within a standalone app. The goal is to establish a virtual hitting streak longer than... ...56 game record. Players choose one to two hitters each day, and if a user goes 57 days in a row with their selected players registering a hit... They win five point six million dollars since its inception in two thousand one. No one has won Beat the Streak, the podcast leading with the Beat the Streak game, hosted by 670. The scores Matt Spiegel breaks down and brings into context each day's leaderboard and tells a story of hitting in the MLB through the lens of player streaks. Matt will break down hitting headlines from the previous night and offer popular picks for that day's game we talked to Speegs uh on yesterday's show so we had some good stuff there it's stuff Nick that I never thought about with beat the streak of course you want the high average but you also want low on base guys because you, you don't want guys that are going to waste those plate appearances and walk if you're going to play beat the streak.
1: you don't want just power you don't want guys just yeah. swinging for the fences every single time just get on base that's all you need
0: Uh, yeah, let's find out uh, which guys are going to get a hit. All right. What about lightning bets for today? You have the board wherever you want to go. I know you're going to have some NBA. If you want to mix in NHL, some other stuff that we've done, feel free.
1: I'm sticking with three NBA props and these props are also up at betql.com, but I will give them away here now because that is the point of the lightning bets here. And I mentioned James Harden and I mentioned fading James Harden anytime it's just at this point, it feels like any good game, I'm just gonna go, ah, he's probably not gonna do it. We're gonna go the other way. I'm taking James Harden under 32 and a half points and assists. Just 16 points, five of 13 shooting last game. He averaged 19 points a game during the first round. He's no longer a scorer. Now he is still a facilitator. 9.4 assists in the playoffs. Th- that's solid. That's why I told you earlier. Like double-digit assists, that that's not out of the realm of possibility. But you just mm-hmm. can't expect big games from Harden anymore. He's disappeared. Other than maybe some spots here and there, a first quarter, like we've seen moments where there have been flashes of the old James Harden, it's just not going to happen. So I like the under 32 and a half points in assists there. DeAndre Ayton, I got over 19 and a half points. I got that at even money yesterday. And the fact that he's averaging 21 a game in the playoffs, but also went 12 of 20, game one, had 25 points it's clear that Dallas doesn't have what they need to be able to stop DeAndre Ayton inside. And he's not afraid to do it. And Phoenix is not afraid to make this more of an old-school basketball game in that sense with him, with him playing inside. There's not a lot of big men that can dominate inside anymore. DeAndre Ayton's always had that skill set, and he's showing it in this series. And then one more for that same game tonight as well. Chris Paul to score 20-plus points. I got that at plus 162. He He's... Just come like he's been doing this. He's had 19 point quarters twice in the playoffs already. Four of his set seven playoff games, he's hit this number. It's really not that hard for Chris Paul to get to that point. What he usually does is he gets other guys involved early. And then he finds his way in the third and fourth quarter to really get out there, start scoring and taking over the game where he needs. I know Devin Booker is going to be playing and it's not like they're, they're trying to make up his points with Chris Paul. Chris Paul can still go out there and do that. And in fact... He shot 56% from the field in game one. So you're getting efficiency from him. In fact, it's not even just actually not 56% from the field in just game one. His first seven games, he shot 56% from the field. So you're getting efficient Chris Paul on top of all this. So efficiency, 20 plus points is not crazy. So I got Chris Paul at 20 plus points tonight.
0: All right. Some good stuff there from Nick Ashu in for Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth. My name is Joe Ostrowski here on BQL Daily. And here's what I'm thinking. We'll get to the home run props uh, later on. We always wrap with that. But I'll start with NBA. Luca needs help. He needs a lot of help. So one of those others, I think, coming off the bench that's going to help Luca. And I don't see this one posted everywhere. Uh, Kleba. Made threes one and a half. He made five the other day. We've seen him explode. The volume is still there. Attempting eight, uh, the uh, in game number one. So I think that's going to continue. He's going to make at least a couple of threes. So I want to see them post this everywhere. Find the best price. You know, I would if it was plus money, I would consider it at two and a half. So I'm curious how some of the other books handle that. So I like Kleba to make some threes tonight on the ice. You just do this. Don't think too much about it. Tampa Bay Lightning lose game one. They're an underdog. Take them in game two. I'm not saying they're going to get the 3 Pete, but just take the Lightning tonight. They're going to bounce back. They're not going to give up five goals like they did last time out. I'm not going to play this game, but I think we have an opportunity with the Oilers to play the series. They were a significant favorite coming in, and now it's a pick for them to win the series after falling in game number one. So I'm going to do that as far as the series of so Kleba, Lightning, Oilers in the series. Even though they are the Oilers, they could certainly uh, Oiler it up and uh, be, be an exit here in the first round. But that's where I'm going. We'll save the home run, and we'll go to Jake Hassan. What are you thinking for Lightning bets, Jake? Uh, a couple
2: strikeout props. I can't hit a strikeout prop for my life. Yesterday, I did two. Oh, one <laughs> went in the weeds, did the research, really dug into it. The other one just didn't overthink it. Kyle Wright, man. One strikeout? One? Ooh. Come on. One. One. On. Killed me. Seven. That's hard to do. I yeah. <laughs> so furious. I was yeah. I, like, oh, my God. That one hurt. Joe Ryan, too. Just absolutely. Uh, God. Against the Orioles, too. So, anyway. do you, you ever play unders? Yeah. I played the cease under a couple days ago oh man that was ugly i'm so dumb <laughs> i'm so stupid <laughs> like,
0: play unders on bad guys i know it's hard with the low numbers but that's what you God. have to do well it see was, it was cease and it was the
2: angel uh, you know what no we don't need Moose to up. yeah we don't we're need lo- to do look ahead we're looking ahead so we're gonna go to an old faithful we're gonna fade the reds we're gonna go freddie peralta over six and a half k's against the reds Anybody who is down bad and facing the Reds, they bounce back. Woodruff yesterday had twelve, and he's no, been no. struggling to strike guys out. He's been struggling all year. Had to bounce back start yesterday, so we're gonna think Freddie Peralta does the same thing. He's been floating around the number all year. hasn't gone o- has only gone over at once. So Reds gonna keep fading them. We're gonna start there. We're also gonna go the Cardinals over four against Chris Bubich in the Royals. Bubic stinks anytime he faces a real offense. He gave up five to Cleveland, five to Seattle, three runs in five innings against the Yankees. He hasn't gone to the sixth inning in any start. The Cardinals almost got shut out yesterday. I think they bounced back today against the Royals. So I'm going to go over four on their team total. They have good history against him, too. Arenado's three for five. Goldie's two for five. O'Neal's one for three with a home run. So Cardinals over four team total. We're going to go the Yankees over four and a half. Just not going to overthink that. Their history, Joe, you talked about it earlier against Kikuchi, 356 batting average, 644 slugging. He got touched up against Houston in his last start. I think that continues. The Yankees, I mean, they're just red hot right now. So, going to take mm-hmm. their team total over four and a half. I'm going to go Isaiah Kiner Falefa, two plus hits, plus 260. He's three for eight, has good history against Kikuchi. I'm going to go the Braves and the Mets, first five under three and a half. Both the pitchers today, Anderson and McGill, have great history against the other team. Anderson, has great history against Marte. He's 0 for 7. McNeil, he's 0 for 7. Lindor and Alonzo are both 1 for 7 against Anderson. Like that, this Braves lineup has only hit 178 against McGill. So first five under three and a half in the Braves and the Mets. We're going to talk take the Angels first five on the money line. Detmers just had his best start of the year against the Guardians. I think he continues to put it together against a Red Sox offense that is really struggling. So I like that. And Whitlock he doesn't go deep. He's nasty. He's disgusting. He's awesome. Does not go deep in the games though. He's more of an opener goes about three, four innings and the Red Sox have the 10th worst bullpen in the league. And that's with Whitlock bumping up some of those numbers from when he was closing games earlier in the year. So angels first five as well.
0: Good. Uh, Zach Kroll, do you have anything that you wanted to play? Yankees, Mets parlay? <laughs> what do we got? I do. And we'll <laughs> start it up in New York.
3: I'll ride with Jake on the Yankees team total over four and a half against the Blue Jays. They just historically are very good against Kikuchi, and that offense is red hot. There's no reason uh, to bet against that right now. And I'll throw in a little hockey in here. I'll go with uh, what our guy Ian said. I'm going to be on the Hurricanes tonight, <laughs> minus 120 against the Bruins. Clear goaltending advantage. Let's go.
0: I'm considering a futures play on the Rangers, especially after they lost last night. So it be I don't hate number. it, man. Yeah, about them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, last night's game
3: was crazy. Just a three overtime loss. The refs didn't help at all. And this is what happens with the Rangers or really any other New York team. One loss, especially to open up a series, and it's panic from there.
0: telling Yeah, certainly understand that one. All right, let's uh look at home run props. We do this every single day, and here's one that I talked about earlier about how Jose Abreu crushes Kyle Hendricks. The conditions are poor here at Wrigley Field. It's not going to be fun. They were last night. They were even worse last night. Tim Anderson uh, went yard going oppo. So I think Jose Abreu can do that. He's 13 for 22 against Hendricks, nearly a 1500 OPS. I mean, he just dominates him. And I found Abreu at plus 560 to Homer. So I've just got to do that one. Plus 560. Abreu, my home run prop for today. Uh, Nick, like anything, home run? Um,
1: I'm frustrated because, believe it or not, Didi Gregorius, who has not hit a home run yet this year, I cannot find a prop on him to hit a home run, and I was trying to because he actually, up against Perez, three home runs in just 11 at-bats and hitting 364. But since I can't, uh, Segura also is up against Perez, 96, he's got three home runs and twenty-seven at bats, but a big one. Josh Harrison at plus eight seventy up against Kyle Ooh. Hendricks. He's hitting four fifty-eight against him. He's got three homers in twenty-four at-bats. So those are a couple guys there that have an opportunity maybe to hit a home run.
0: Uh, yeah, I was looking at that Harrison one. I didn't yeah. Did you say what's the number eight? What?
1: Plus eight seventy. Woo! It's a Ooh. big number. There's he's hitting four fifty Hendricks. That's a yeah. solid matchup there.
0: He's faced him a number of times in his Days. All right, Jake. What's the home mm-hmm. run
2: prop today? I have actually a bigger number than a shoe has.
0: Yes, oh, let's plus
2: nine eighty on Isaiah Kiner-Falefa to hit a home run against Kikuchi tonight. He has a homer against him in his career, three for eight history against him, and he's actually having like a breakout year this year, like the best hitting year of his career. So plus nine eighty for Kiner-Falefa to get a home run against Kikuchi and the Blue Jays.
0: Man, we're going with, with some bombs today. All right, Zach, you got anything? Oh, I'm good
3: uh, with the home run prop. Obviously, I'd be looking at a couple Cardinals going up against Bubich, as Jake said. I just expect offense to go to work. Maybe looking at uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado for the
0: Cardinals. All right. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I like we're finally seeing the proper adjustments with the low scoring, with the fewer home runs. We're getting better mm-hmm. numbers on some good players. Yeah. Like when I see a Brayu pop at plus 560, I'm like, all right. The other day I saw like Springer and, and there were some other ones. Vlad Jr. was around that same range. So uh, very good. All right, Nick, Nick Ashu, thank you uh, for jumping in today. Uh, and we've got Joji and Aaron back tomorrow. So we appreciate you uh, jumping in. And I, very, I did it right all day. And then at the very end, I, mi- I mispronounced your name. Did you notice that?
1: No, you were close enough. It's <laughs> fine. You, you, you put in a good effort today. That's what
0: matters. Yes, I got it right just about every single time ex- until the <laughs> end. Uh, thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Talk to you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern time right here on the BetQL Network.